Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Today, our featured guest is Chris Chastine. And Chris is the, the co-founder of Content Cucumber. You can find him at contentcucumber.com. It's a silly name, but it's a serious business. And we're going to talk about what he's doing in this business. But before then, let me give you a little backstory, right? And Chris shared this with me. And I kind of want to just dig into it a little bit, which isn't my typical way of introducing someone. But I like what he wrote. Chris says, I started my business journey by taking over my family business and helping to start an e-commerce arm of the business. I took that on that unit, Silicon Silicone, no, it's Silicon or Silicone Depot? It's silicone, it's Silicone. Silicon Depot, got it. From, I, I wasn't sure with Silicon Valley and all that. Silicon Depot from 50K, he took it to $416,000 a year in 2017. Over 450,000 this year to date in 2018. His next objective is to get to 100K in one month. That's a cool goal. The highest rev in one month this year was 74,000. He's looking to make October his first 100K month on Silicon Depot. We're going to help you get there, Chris. That's what we're going to do today, buddy. All right. In the process of all that, he had a need for more content. So as he's running his business, he finds a new problem, right? He needs more content. And he really liked the subscription on demand graphic designing, designing company called Design Pickle. I get the content cucumber now and wanted a similar product for blogs. So what did he do? He went and created his own business called Content Cucumber. And what they do, they do unlimited content creation for a monthly subscription, a flat rate. And I know for some of you out there, Startup Nation, that just like ding, ding, ding. You were just like, oh my gosh, I need someone to write copy for me. I need them to write content. I need them to write blogs for me. So that's what Chris and his team do at contentcucumber.com. So go check that out. And we're going to get right into this. He's also a pianist and a composer. And you can find him at, on Instagram at Chris Christine Music. That's Chris. Chris Chastine Music. Perfect. Thanks, buddy. I love being corrected. It's awesome. That's how we grow <laughs> as entrepreneurs, dude. All right, cool. So Chris, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Man, <clears throat> not a lot of gaps to fill too much, except for maybe the story of, of the struggles behind getting to those numbers on Silicon Depot. Um, the first hurdle that we had to figure out was the marketing engine. 
which in the beginning we went, we elected to do a Google ad strategy. Um, and then one of the most recent epiphanies of probably 2017 was really utilizing our emails a lot more than we were before. Um, Got it. Well, let's not get into the story just yet. Okay. All right. Give me something very few people know about you, bro. Um, man, that's a great question. That's why I ask it. It's, it's kind of a strange prediction, but I think that within a century, a lot of the red tape aspects of the government are going to be replaced by artificial intelligence. So it's you're an AI that. junkie. Look at that. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just a bet in the back of my head that I think in, in a century, it's going to replace a lot of the red tape. Yeah, I so. get it. All right, cool. So let's get down to business. My audience loves context. How much revenue did you do in the last 12 months? I know I covered some of that, but overall, so 2017, you did 416,000. Is that correct with Silicon Depot? Yeah, Silicon Depot did 416,000 last year. And this year, our year to date, we're over 450,000. Awesome. Um, and Content Cucumber, when did you start that? So we started that in March. We got oh, our first year. customer. Yep. Uh, we got our first customer in April. We've done 50,000 in revenue total year to date and a little over 50,000. And our current subscription with customers on deck right now is, is uh, 15,000 monthly recurring revenue. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Really well done. Yeah, seriously. Uh, how long did it take you with Silicon Depot after you took over? How long did it take you to make that uh, next 100K leap? where you went from 50K to over 100,000? So I think the first year of the website's existence was 2011. It was a long journey, but it was really kind of a pet project. It was just like, this is this thing in the background. And then in 2015, I decided to take it seriously. Um, and so I think 2016 was our first 100K when I was taking the the marketing side of it more seriously mm -hmm. and then i actually built the new website on big commerce and launched that that officially got launched january 1st in 2017 and in 2017 we we did our, our second 100k so we did oh like 250,000 in 2016. cool um, so yeah. startup nation you heard it from chris there it takes years of your life to get to your 100k your next 100k and so on right and that's what entrepreneurship is it's about commitment and consistency you got to keep showing up you got to keep doing the work and then iterate and learn from what customers are telling you that's it eventually you trip right onto success chris what do you want to add to that man i i think i think that's right i there's a lot of you know, tactics behind that too. And a lot of marketing lessons that I had to learn along the way too is. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to have you share some of that before we do. So startup nation, here's why I invited Chris onto the show. You need content. You need content creation. You suck at writing content. You need someone to do it for you. You can't be successful in any business by doing everything by yourself. I believe, and you'll hear me say this over and over again on this show, the number one reason why small businesses fail is not because of lack of funding or lack of anything else. It's because of isolation. 
It's because you're isolating yourself in your home office, in your dungeon, in your man cave, and trying to build a business all by yourself, rather than putting yourself out there asking for help in the areas that you're weak in. And being humble about it and saying, hey, I'm really great at this. This is my superpower. However, I need help with this, this, and this. And that's where content uh, creation guys um, like Chris come in. So Chris, I really want you to contribute to my audience in, in that regard. We're going to talk about content. But before we do, I really want you to share. How did you make your first 100K in your first business, Silicon Depot? Like what were the specific, your top three tips or strategies that you use to make 100K? And maybe you're even using one or two or all three of those to now build content uh, cucumber to its first 100K. Yeah. So in the beginning to get to that first 100K, it was a well-placed Google ad strategy. Now we were able to put a little bit of money behind that. Um, I think in the very beginning, our Google ads is maybe a couple hundred a month. And then we were able to scale it up. You know, now we're spending several thousand a month, but um, that was a huge part of it because we're products. So we're on like Google shopping is huge for us. Um, another side was just good old fashioned sales. Honestly, it was meeting people through networking, going to people's visits, giving them free samples in person, just getting to know people and doing dumb old sales. Um, and then word of mouth is the third one. It's just having, having people building relationships with the current customers and then making them happy. So then they go to their network of people and say, hey friends, check out Silicon Depot. So th those are the three most powerful tools to get us to our first 100K. Gotcha. When you placed those uh, Google ads, what, what mistakes did you make early on with those ads? I did not utilize Google Shopping. So I was trying to use a, the search. So there's search display shopping video. Those are the types of, of Google ads that you can run. And we focused primarily on search at first. And it was not all that successful. It was okay. But then once we focused on shopping where they could actually see the product and they could see the price right there and then click on it and then go through the buy process, there our conversions went up, our return on ad spend went, went skyrocketing. Um, so for anyone that's in the e-commerce space, I would say definitely look into the Google shopping. It's a, it's a powerful tool if, if you can, you know, figure game it and work it the right way. Got it. Now, uh, your second strategy is traditional sales or dumb old sales, as you say, right? Are you a guy that hates sales and you're like, I'm not a salesman, but you just suck it up and do it anyway? No, no, I love sales. You love sales. You're one of those weird people, it. man. I what do you love it. about it? Did it? Was there ever a point in your life when you hated it and, and you had a conversion or what? Well, I hate cold calls. Okay. So, and I think most salespeople do. <laughs> uh, cold calls are terrible. But I like the aspect of networking. I like learning about other people's businesses. And I really, I really use it as that aspect. I look at sales as a relationship building. And so that's, that's why I like it. Because it's an opportunity in the silicone space. There's an opportunity to go learn about our, our local HVAC company or a local pool installer and, and get to know your local business community, which was really cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's where I found. So let me ask you this. Are you genuinely interested in learning about like the other person? 
And if so, how do you wrestle with your own need or desire that we all have as humans to want to share our stuff? Yeah. So in the beginning, what we call that in the, the, um, in the sales world is uh, verbal vomit. Exactly. <laughs> when, we, when we talk too much and, and we make the sale and we're still selling. Mm-hmm. I actually had a guy one time tell me, hey, I'm buying from you. Stop selling. Like, Stop I'm, talking. I'm already, like, I've, you've got me. Okay. I'm going to buy from you. And so I had to learn that lesson too. Um, but yeah, so I guess what I do is I try to think of the aspects of the business that would be intriguing to me. And then I try to understand their challenges and what they go through in their business. Cause to me, business is super intriguing. So I try to focus on the aspects that I can genuinely be interested in. Very cool. And then your third strategy was really get invested into your customers, their needs, what's working, what's not working. Speak to us about that. How do you do that specifically? What did you do? So part of it was just, again, phone calls, getting to know people, calling them, just seeing what they thought of our service, what we could improve on. And most of the time, the people were like, hey, this is great. We like the ability to have bulk discounts because that's it's kind of like Uline. We have bulk discounts when you buy more. They're like, that's great. We, we like the service. They might have some minor tweaks. And usually after those calls, just talking to them, they would recommend us to people just by talking to them. Hmm. Did they ever hold back information about like things you were uh, maybe not delivering, um, but they didn't want to hurt your feelings? Well, on one angle of that, I would say, I don't know what I don't know, but from the other side is I could tell sometimes when people might sound like there might be something there Mm. and, and they're your customers. So you don't want to be rude, but sometimes I might try to be like, yeah, you don't, you don't sound as enthusiastic as you did about this other thing over here. What's going on? Is there something we can do for you to make it better? So Mm. maybe a little of that. Startup Nation, that is a great question to ask your customers that Chris just shared with you. Like really sense where they're at. If they started out super excited when they started doing business with you and now when you speak with them, they're kind of like, eh. Like really lean in. And, and I know your natural instinct is to lean back and like get away from it. Oh, don't touch it. It may explode, right? It's like a landmine. No, lean into that. That's your opportunity for growth. That's your opportunity for deeper relationship, for referrals, for new products, for new services. Like that's the new possibility opportunity right there that Chris is talking about. And you won't discover that unless you ask the question. Chris, really brilliant, man. I love that. Okay. Um, anything else in uh, as far as tips and strategies that you're using or employing to make your first 100K? Yeah, you know, along, along the customer thing, I just want to add one more thing that I think is important for the audience to keep in mind. And it's a piece of advice I got from Jay Bear, actually, as a speaker. He's an awesome, awesome speaker. He's um, here in, in my city. And he says that customers cancel contracts but customers don't cancel relationships. Mm. So just keep that in mind. What's, what's your takeaway from that? Why is that so meaningful to you? Well, building relationships with your customers will make them stick around. Mm. You'll, you'll keep customers as you build relationships with them. Okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. So they don't want to end the relationship if it's a great relationship. But if the relationship is lacking, it's missing, the only thing they're ending is a contract. Yep. 
So Startup Nation, make sure you have a built-in relationship into your contract and you should be fine. Pretty cool, Chris. All right, what were some mistakes that you are making right now, say in the past six months with Content Cucumber as you're building it, uh, share something, like just go there with us. Like what mistake just came up um, and you were like, oh snap, man, I should have did that different. Well, you want to know the irony of it. The, I think the biggest mistake is probably us not producing our own content. <laughs> You're the shoemaker with holes in his shoes, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> so we've gotten a lot better at that more recently, but in the beginning, we were so focused on our customers that our own blogs and our own content kind of took a back seat. And uh, you, if you go to our blog, you might see some gaps. Not that I want to advertise that but it's it, it's true so we're, we're getting better at that and we're working we're working to make sure that we're treating ourselves as as a customer now how did that come out is that something you discovered on your own you and your team or customers kind of pointed out or someone on the outside and it was pretty humbling for you um it was mostly an internal thing just because we were working so hard on other people's content and we we're starting, we we're doing so much work and finding new ways to review people's content. And we're like, man, we've never done this for ourselves. Wow. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, man. You know, there's that big H word there, right? Hypocrite. And it's, it's a word that stings, right? Yeah. And I've had yeah. to look at myself and go, oh, shoot, man, I'm being a hypocrite. Like when I coach people half the time, I'm not following my own coaching. Yeah. And then here's the worst part, Chris. I watch them take my coaching advice and it works for them. And like they transform their life. And now I'm like, not only am I a hypocrite, but I'm an idiot. Because if I was doing that same advice in my own life, I'd be getting those winning results. So, And we saw several customers get some awesome SEO results because of our service. And um, here we are just, we're we're catching up now though. So So are you going to take action on this? Like, like this is publicly, the show is going to air in two days. Are you going to publicly announce on the show that you're going to take action on your own content so that we can yes. all come into your website and, and see if you're a man of your word, which I know you are. Oh yeah. Yes. So you'll see that we've actually started posting and you'll see new stuff. And I actually, yesterday I made my first super blog, which is for me is just a request. So the way we work is it's a request and you get like, up to 800 words of requests. So I did seven requests in a row, all for one giant blog. So there's going to be a super blog coming out and it's going to be really awesome. Very cool. All right. So great segue. Talk to us about content creation. Why does startup need a startup nation need what you're offering um, where you and your team write content, copy for them, for their blogs, for other media articles, et cetera. Why do they need that? And if they don't do it, what's going to happen in their business? Well, the two main things is really for your audience and for presence. Um, so on the audience side is you want to engage your audience, give them something to read about, giving something to learn about, engage with your audience. And then on the present side, it, it can be for social media. You have more content, you're going to show up more. And then especially with Google, you're going to get really good SEO results with pushing out good content. Got it. And if they don't do it, what's going to happen? Well, it's going to be pretty hard to build your SEO for one. Um, it's, it, it's a little harder to build the audience's trust. I was actually just reading about this. 60% of consumers 
decide to buy a product because of a blog or article that they read somewhere on social media or on a blog on a website. Did you hear that startup nation? If that's not your article and that's your competitor's article, they're getting the business and you're not. So why do you need good content creation? Whether you're writing it yourself, you're writing a super blog like Chris, or you're hiring Chris and his team to write content for you. The reason why is because there's areas of your business that aren't working. You're not showing up high on Google rankings, right? On search engine rankings, the SEO. You're not optimized. You're not coming up. The way you come up high at the top of the list against your competitors is with great content, with your keywords all filtered right in there, right? So that's what Chris and his team can do for you. Chris, on a higher level, well, before I go higher, what, what else do you want to say to Startup Nation about writing copy and and content, creating content. So get out there and do some guest posts, guest blogging, post on other people's websites. You can even, again, you can not to just do a shameless plug, but you can use our service for that if you want it. But seriously, do it for yourself. Go post on other people's website, get the links back to your site for added backlinks. Because on SEO, it's good content on your site and then content on other people's site, linking to your site to get backlinks. So that's really the magic sauce. Cool, Chris. Now I'm going to push back on you a little bit here. Okay. I need to create a little friction between you and I, we're getting a long way too well. All right. So here's, here's the friction. I hate writing. What should I do to create content? I hate writing. Some of my listeners hate writing. Like we're not going to sit there and type out articles and write copy because we just don't like doing that. What should we be doing in your opinion? And you mean outside of using a service? Yeah. Or, all right, say uh, Startup Nation, right? They're struggling. They don't have the budget, right, to hire a service like yours, okay? Yeah. Yet they know, they just heard you, okay, I should be writing content, putting it out there, but I hate writing content. I literally, as soon as I look at the keyboard, I freeze up, I lock up, I can't write anything. What should they be doing? Are there other ways of content creation that they can be really leveraging right now other than writing per se. Yeah, definitely. Um, pick up your phone, get a camera and just record yourself and do a quick video. Um, I, I think video content is another really powerful piece. It's pretty easy to do. Um, so, and audio is, is huge in the future too. As you can see this podcast like this. Um, so audio is another form that you can leverage. There's a lot of types of content that you can leverage. And as far as writing goes, for people who don't like writing, one of the things that I tell people, if you do want written content and you don't like writing, is to think of three or four ideas that you know a lot about and then make subheadings for those ideas and then just start filling it in naturally with what you know and you'll be surprised at what you end up with. So kind of like a table of contents. Yeah, kind of like a little outline table of contents yeah, yeah. thing. Got it. Pretty cool. Startup Nation, I'm going to add to Chris's uh, advice here as well. I love the video content idea. It's something I'm doing constantly right now. I walk around with my cell phone and anything where I'm inspired, I'm like, man, you know, let me just say something. I have an opinion on something. Um, I, I record a video. Now, here's what's great about that. You can repurpose that content, right? So you can hire a transcription service. Just put transcription, video, whatever, video transcription. And if you hate writing... Now you just take that recorded video, you upload it into a transcription service, and it comes out in written copy, 
And now there's your article, there's your blog, there's your et cetera. Chris, I hope I'm not undoing some of your product here, you know, with a do it yourself or whatever, but I know there's a part of your audience that isn't your audience, right? They don't oh, yeah. have the budget to afford you yet, right? Oh yeah. Your price points, you know, it's, it's a decent size for a small little startup, you know, on a monthly recurring or whatever. I, I was on your website and it's like, well, until they get to that, that budget, that marketing budget, they need to do something for themselves. All right. So Startup Nation, let me do a quick recap of Chris's wisdom and advice here. He says, what you want to do to make your first 100K, this is what he's doing. His top uh, strategy uh, was well-placed Google uh, ads. And he spent about a couple hundred dollars a month to get going. So you can do the same. And then if you're in the e-commerce space, don't, oh, well, learn from his mistake, right? And start with Google shopping. If you're in the e-commerce space, start with Google shopping. The second strategy next, he went to traditional sales and he said, don't verbally vomit on your perspective. Uh, prospective customers, right? Don't talk yourself out of the sale. Truly be interested in what they're saying and, and discover what's their pain point. Like, hey, what are you struggling with? What's the number one thing you're struggling with in your business right now? Like, talk about that. And like, just like you're talking to a friend, take notes if you want, take notes and then create a product around that or make your product match up to that where you're actually able to add value to them and take away their pain. And then uh, Chris's uh, number three strategy, get involved in your customer's business, get involved, like ask them deep down dirty questions about what's working, what's not, what you could do better, et cetera. And if they're no longer as excited as they were when they first started with your company, ask them why. Lean into that question. There is huge, huge opportunity for new possibilities and new profits in that space. Chris, anything you want to add to that summary? Did I miss anything? Um, I would say email. The, the thing that happened on my next 100K after that, that I was under leveraging was definitely email. All right, go ahead and speak to that for 60 seconds. Break that down. What do you mean specifically? Yeah. So on one hand of the email, it's going through your all, the entire history of everyone who's ever ordered from you, having their, their emails and making sure and send them something. Make sure and do the weekly newsletter. Make sure and do that. I was really, really resistant to that at first. And then um, David Quick, who's actually on the show, kept pushing me and pushing me to just launch the email. Just do it. Okay, fine. So I did it. And when I did it, I got a 20% conversion rate like that. Jeez. So, yeah. Chris, I so, still struggle with that, bro. I'm right there with you. I don't want to do it. I don't want to sit there and write emails and, and, and do an autoresponder and populate it. Like I don't, but I got to, and I shall. All right. So Chris, welcome to the hustle round. This is my favorite part of the show. This is where I'm going to ask you uh, 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready, sir? Let's do this. All right, Chris, what's your favorite sound? Piano. <laughs> I get it. What's your least favorite sound? Bass clarinet. Got it. What are you most afraid of? Fear. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Not knowing what to do. <laughs> I get that, right? Rather than just asking someone, what's a new <laughs> habit you want to form? Be more consistent when my schedule. Mm -hmm. Got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? 
going to bed too late. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Creative, thoughtful, I guess I should say uncertain, huh? <laughs> or thoughtful. <laughs> really thoughtful. Pick really, three, really thoughtful. <laughs> pick three words to describe who you are your first year in business. Uncertain. For real. Um, searching for what I needed. It's hard to think of one word, you know. Um, oh, yearning for help, I guess. Yeah, got it. And last question, Chris, if you could come back to life after you died and tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Always be willing, willing to inspire and entertain people. Really cool stuff. We're listening to Chris Chastine with Content Cucumber. He's the co-founder over there, and they write content for your blogs, your articles. You could sub that out if you hate writing content, but you know you need it. He could take that on for a flat monthly subscription, unlimited amount of content. Go to contentcucumber.com. That's contentcucumber.com. Chris, any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K? Right before the wisdom, I just want to let your, your audience know that if you go to contentcucumber.com slash first 100K, they can get a free blog article. So that's contentcucumber.com slash F-I-R-S-T 100K. So if you go to that, you can get one free blog article written for you. And when we return that, we'll give you a couple of topic ideas for your next blogs. Startup Nation, you would be a ridiculous imbecile to not take advantage of that offer. One free article written by a professional team of content writers. Go check that out right now. Stop hesitating. Take action. All right. So what a final piece of wisdom, and then we're going to wrap this up, buddy. Definitely go find business people in your area and just talk to them. Go to networking events learn from people go talk to them the podcasts like this are awesome but also on top of that go find the people in your areas who are also doing this who have either already gone through the struggle or in the struggle and just get to know the people around you i love it startup nation chris is telling you stop the isolation get off your hump get outside and associate with other people they can help you chris uh what's the best way for startup nation to get in touch with you personally Chris at contentcucumber.com. Got it. Chris just gave you his personal email. Look at this guy. Chris, thanks for joining us today. And I wish you peace, love, and your next 100K, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You got it. God bless you. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We gotta get your faith right to get your business right. Go to brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.